Second, the worst kept secret in Club 400 history. Club 400 presents World Series MVP Ben Zobrist. Huh? What do you guys think about that, Johnny over there? William, what do you think? Fantastic, dude. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, for a very long time, especially there was a there was a reason really why I wanted Ben out here. As we know, Ben's always gonna be a part of Chicago. You know, it's gonna be a second home, if not his first, but this is his last year in a Cubs uniform, most likely. Wow, they were even talking about Wait, trading because, him last week. It was like because of what? Because of being traded or because of retiring? Well, this is his last year on his contract. Oh, well. So, yeah. you know, he's 38 years old. And uh, yeah, he's still he, a he solid could, utility he guy. He could be though. back. Not, you never know. But most likely. He's kind of tied to, to uh, Madden a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see. If Madden goes Madden somewhere, though. <laughs> but I'll know. tell you what. To have the, you know, the World Series trophy coming <laughs> here with Tom Ricketts was unbelievable. And, you know, Rizzo coming. I mean, all the guys we've had is unbelievable. But to get the World Series MVP yeah. and a, such a classy guy like Ben Zobrist. He's such a great guy. Oh, man. You know, For William, real. you fell in love with him at the at the event earlier did, this year. Yes, I, he, yeah. William had a man crush. It was no doubt about it. Yeah, it was you Johnny Lester's event. And Ooh. and uh, he was he was manning the putt-putt golf area. So. No, he wasn't. Oh, yeah. yeah and he, he, and he, he, he didn't leave the putt-putt area. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. There's other stuff to do, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I actually, he kept getting back in line. I told him I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna make any. I hit two out of three, and I got a selfie with him or whatever. That was my prize. And he talked about on the rest of the night. By yeah, the way, yeah. I mean Kelly Kroll sitting there, and he's talking about Ben Zobrist. <laughs> well, wow, you know. Benny Z over Kelly Kroll. No, I like. Them I both. give you props. Yeah, I like them both. He did end up both with a really nice people. picture of Kelly Kroll. If you ever uh, run into William, ask him to see his picture with Kelly Kroll. It's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. a great Good picture. One. So, anyways, we want to talk about the Ben Zobrist event now. We booked him. He's coming out. It's all good. Some of the details are being worked out. But I will tell you this. With your ticket that you purchase, you will have your choice. We're giving options. So if you come with your wife or girlfriend or significant other or whatever, you don't end up with two baseballs. So you either choose from a World Series autographed Ben Zobras baseball or 11 by 14 photo. That'll be automatically included when you walk in the door that night. So you have a nice piece of memorabilia from Ben Zobras. So that uh, that's going to be cool in itself. Um, we're also, you get your picture with Ben Zobris, which we all know that. It's part of Club 400 history. Now, what I'm working on, working on, is trying to get that MVP trophy on the pedestal included with the picture. Wow. That's not done yet. I'm working on it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But that's why tickets probably won't go on sale for another three weeks so I can work out some of these details. But uh, we're also going to have some other Cubs here. And... Uh, we're working on that right now. We might have a future Hall of Famer who recently wrote a book out, you know, 
Uh, we're working on those details right now, which is, of course, Fergie Jenkins. Uh, Bob Dernier will be in the back. He'll be patrolling center field out there. Nice. And uh, so he's just going to be out there taking pictures, signing autographs, and we might have another Cub on top, but we're working on that also. And the return of beer money? Well, there's that. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so much stuff to talk about, I tell you. The venerable Mrs. Zobrist will be here. Juliana. Well, uh, yeah, yes. Right. We are, uh, of course, Juliana's awesome. We all know that. She, you know, get an autograph from her for crying out loud. Yeah, you know? I'm wondering if she's going to be in the photo. Well, <laughs> she should be. I mean, she's be better looking whoever, you know, than the other two. That's for sure. But uh, we got to probably sing the national anthem, you know. That'll be cool. And if I can get her to sing anything else, like Benny, that would be awesome, you know. Yeah, so. that's right. So, yeah, it's, we're having, like, basically, it's like having, you know, two celebrities. You know? Right. You get Ben and his wife. Um, also, yeah, I mentioned beer money. We're working on that right now to come back. And, you know, the cool thing about this event is we're probably going to have two different Q&As. We'll have the Q&A with Ben Zobrist, and then we'll have a Q&A with the Cubs past that are here. So we're going to be – I mean, I'm telling you what, William, I've done these events. This one, I'm putting mo- – I'm, I'm make, trying to make it better than the last one, and that's what I try to do. I try to improve. I want to increase the game. And I did want to say one thing. I think the tickets are going to be $250. I'm pretty sure that's the number it's going to be. But I want you to go on the Internet, and I want you to look up Autograph of Baseball by Ben Zobris, and they go for 200 to 250 I'm really right. proud. I actually am really proud to, get, to offer deals like this, and that's because obviously we're doing it for money, and I, we're doing it for charity, and I ain't trying to make any money off it. So we're doing stuff for charity. There's nothing added on these prices. I get this kind of pricing because we're doing it in bulk. And uh, I'll tell you what's going to be a beautiful thing. $9,000 of the money uh, is going to go to Ben Zobris's charity, by the way. That's awesome. And I'm not sure which one that is. And then the cool thing, we're going to have more money to donate to other causes on top, which we have to figure out also. So the reason why we got to announce this event, because we got it's May 2nd. It's not far away, you know. No, so uh, everything will come together pretty quick. And by the way, we're working on this, too. There's so much stuff we're working on, but I expect to have this stuff cleared up. A release of something very special. To de- be de- 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 debuted at this party, really? You drink it, and it makes you feel really good. So, mm. <laughs> can you believe it? We might have. Uh, we're working with a brewery, possibly to have Club 400 beer. Right. Wow. So, fr- I mean, it's uh, it's exciting. That's exciting. That's a whole other podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Ben Zobrist, May second. Wow. Be there. Don't miss it, man. This is. I'm stepping my game up as I always do. I promise that. All right. I- and it doesn't get any better with Ben Zobrist. I got to say, we were talking uh, over the past weekend, and we'll talk more about this in a little bit from the Cubs convention, but it is such a better venue here than at the Cubs. The convention was great. It was fantastic. I love the concept behind it. I love the fact that kids are there and they can see all their favorite players and all that kind of thing. But, man, to get in front of one of those people either costs a lot of money and or you're waiting forever. You know, you come here, so much more reasonable price-wise. You're donating to a good cause, and it takes like three minutes, and you're, you know, right in front of them. Right. And then when they're done doing all their work, they usually hang out and just talk to you and all that kind of thing. Yeah, these guys usually sign contracts, and they're here way above that. But uh, I saw something on Facebook today. Uh, I'm going to have John read it, but uh, it's talking about the character, the character of Ben Zobris, which this was just uh, came out today, uh, today on Facebook, yeah. and I wanted John to read it because uh, I think it was awesome. It is no secret that Ben Zobers is probably the nicest guy in baseball. Definitely. That's, that's, that is understood, but the, here's, the, here's the post that this guy posted. Three paragraphs. 
So it's got a lot to say. Uh, it's uh, Looking back on my weekend working security at the Cubs convention, the highlight of my entire time was spending time with Ben Zobrist Saturday morning. There isn't a kinder, more generous man in all of baseball. I hope some of it rubs off on me, he said. Uh, uh, my supervisor announced that Ben could only sign one item per person and wouldn't have time for photos. Uh, ben turned to me and said, if they want pictures, they can take pictures. If they set something in front of me to be signed, I intend to sign it no matter how many. He, I nodded uh, and said, uh, yes, sir. And we proceeded. Uh, an elderly woman with advanced Parkinson's disease asked Ben if he could sign a bat she had brought from her grandson. Uh, she kept apologizing for her shakiness as she handed him the bat. Ben was so sweet and accommodating. After signing it, he took both her hands in his in his hand, I think is what he meant to say, and then said a prayer together. Uh, they talked for some time and asked if she wanted a picture with him. After a friend took the photo, he took out his phone, handed it to me, and asked me if I could photograph them for him to remember their time together. That's fantastic. Uh, later, a woman with two young boys wearing Zobra's jerseys approached the table, but the younger boy was scared to step up on the platform. Uh, ben got up from his seat behind the table, picked him up, put him on his lap, and gave him his World Series ring to wear and to play with. The little guy lit up and hugged him. They all took an amazing photo together. Uh, security guys are supposed to look imposing and cold, but I couldn't help but tear up witnessing such heartful moments. That's awesome. Yeah. How, I, how wonderful is that? And I always say, I will say it, and this will never change. The party is as good as the guest. So there you go. All right. Wow. That guy's coming. Yeah. He's That's coming to Club 400. We're excited about it. Tickets, we'll, be have, we'll have all the concrete information for you later down the line. So I uh, wanted to bring up the Jerome Walton, Dwight Smith, Friday, April 5th. Our baseball is back party. Excited about doing mm. that. Um, this is underrated, man. For yeah. Oh, gosh. This is 89, man. What were you doing in 89? 89. You know? yeah. I was not born. <laughs> I was in college. So I'll tell you how this, uh, this, this appearance originated, to be honest with you. It was last year's Cubs convention. I was really tired. It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon because you're tired from walking around all day. Of course. And I'm up going up the elevator, and there's this guy who looks about as tired as me, and he's got a brown bag with some booze in it. And I'm like, oh, it looks like you're going to have a cold one. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's football time. It was playoff football, actually, that day. And I'm like, what you got? What you got in there? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm drinking a Cognac. You know, Cognac. And I'm like, no. Sh- oh, I'm like, you're going hard already. He's like, oh, yeah, you got to. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is Dwight Smith. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I started, I'm like, Dwight, what's up, man? I'm sorry. I didn't know you're you know, Dwight Smith. You know, I'm, and he, I'm like, hey, by the way, I own Club 400. I'm like, I'd love to get you out there. So uh, that's where this it started. Is, this has started a year ago. Mm-hmm. On the Dwight elevator. Smith, on the elevator. Yeah. 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 Nice. So uh, I'm going to have the Cognac ready for him when he comes out. There you go. So that's pretty well exciting. Played. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a good one, man. And, you know, the cool thing about those guys is I always ask this question. I really do. Your Jerome Walton, Rookie of the Year. As you know, they battled for that Rookie of the Year, and uh, Jerome won it by a hair. But that was pretty much it for Jerome after that. You didn't see much of Jerome. Mm. Dwight Smith went on to a very, very long, pretty good career, you know. So I wonder if you gave those guys the choice, and I don't know if I'd ask them this question, but what would you rather have, extended career or the Rookie of the Year? That's a great question. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know if we drink enough. Maybe we can find out. Yeah, we, can ask, uh, we can ask Chris Coughlin that. 
Hey, yeah. we, we got a road trip coming up. Yes, our second. Now, I got to tell you guys. Although it's like, boring. So my credit card's getting racked yeah. up. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> it's quite boring. My credit card's getting racked up, so I need your guys' help. I need you guys. Because I'm vouching, because I know Club 400 is like so, you know, we're, we're the Club 400, man. We're going to go to St. Louis. We got to fill this bus, though. And we do have about 20 to 25 people. But the problem is, is, you know, St. Louis money ticket is due, you know. So, um, yeah, because the tickets for the Cardinals Cubs games go on sale. That's right. Exactly. So, the, and, th- and those are highly contested tickets. It's not right. like going to see the, the you know, Pirates or I mean, not that they're any good, but. Uh, so Todd's got connections, but he's got to jump in and get them. Yeah. Now, and just so. so you guys know, we're leaving May 31st, which is a Friday morning. You're only going to miss one day of work, maybe two if you're smart enough to take Monday off. But, uh, and we're going to catch two Cub games. We're going to stay at the Hilton St. Louis downtown at the Arch, right smack dab in the middle of St. Louis, walking distance to the stadium. We're going to do it right. We're going to have a party bus on the way there and mm. a hangover bus on the way back. And uh, we're going to have lots. We're, you know, We'll throw in our Club 400 surprises to get a T-shirt. Now, the price um, you know, is for, you know, that includes everything. So it's a one price for everything. And on Friday we'll be sitting in infield pavilion, and on Saturday we'll be field outfield box. So, but yeah, it's you gonna have be to, awesome. You have to put a little asterisk though when you say the price includes everything. It doesn't include if there's an early season rainout and they have a doubleheader that day. <laughs> exactly. That's going to be another twenty. Oh, that was bucks. that was classic. And then we get to the last year. Obviously, go to Cincinnati at the first game. We're all loaded because we you know party on the bus the whole way there, and then there's a rain delay. Right. Yeah, and that just oh, that killed me personally, but. Not, you know, I know we had bias over the week before, and I was still tired from that. But uh, but if you guys want to get um, information on this, and if you don't know how to get a hold of me, Club 400 website, www.club400cubs.com is a way you can email me. And we'll put a link on our on our uh, Club 400, 400 radio podcast yeah. page. And all right now is due is $100 to hold your spot. So, And then you know we'll give you all the pricing, and we're not going to go through that now, but you get all the pricing. We're going to depart from... Probably Lake in the Hills and Arlington Heights. So, but it's going to be a great time. I mean, William's making his debut. John, you should bring your dad. Uh, that would you be know? not my debut. I was in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, well, no, I said John's debut. Oh, oh did I say? Okay, maybe yeah, I did. Yeah. Bill. I'll be <laughs> That's Bill. All right. I, we can switch. It's okay. I'm Bill. So, um, so, yeah, come on out. Come on out. We'd love to have you. And I'll tell you what, you come out with us, you know, you'll make a lot of new friends. And it's probably going to be most of the regulars, anyways. But, uh, right. I heard Crowley is thinking about ducking out of that. That's, you know, that guy is weak. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> Club 400, also our next thing. All right. Let's concentrate on spring training because that's obviously what's next. Talk about docket. right around the corner. Oh, that's yeah. Really coming. Exactly. That's coming weeks. like a freight train. Yeah, a few weeks. I'm looking forward to it. I always do like to go down there for three or four days. Club 400 is going to be down there uh, February 28th to March 4th. We're going to be at the Thursday Sloan game. The Friday, I mean, the Saturday and the Sunday one. Mm. And we're going to be set up um, right in front of the stadium by the Sloan. You'll see the Sloan group over there in the parking lot uh, between the uh, Under Armour Center and the stadium. So we will be there when we are not there. This is what JP's like. Why don't I get any respect on Club 400 Radio? Well, JP, you will now because it's springtime, buddy. And we all know JP. JP pretty much runs the tent at Club 400 because I can't be there the whole month. And JP specializes in pizzas. And uh, you want a Club 400 slice of pizza? The guy will probably give you a beer. Maybe a little Club 400 swag. Stop by any time out there this year and say hi to JP and try his pizza. Because my daughter loves that stuff, man. It's Chicago pizza, right? 
It's yep. I mean, Not I don't there. know. Arizona. It's made by an Arizonian guy now, so I don't know. Oh, so I could okay. be fifty fifty. But all right, JP. I've stayed down with JP the last three or four years, and um, now uh, we rented a party house this year. So it's gonna be. Crazy. You know, you know, we're gonna do something crazy, right? And I'll tell you, I ran to, uh, uh, at the Kerry uh, Wood event, which we'll talk about in a little bit. I ran into the heckler guy, Brad Zebong, and um, I told him, man, I'll tell you one thing: heckler's gonna be down there the same exact weekend. And I'll tell you right now, if I had to rate parties, Heckler's got us beat by a mile. So Heckler is the number one party group out there. All respects to those guys. They've been doing it a long time. The, the guy runs a good, I mean, unbelievable. he puts on unbelievable parties. And, he, and it's a good group of people. It's all diehard Cub fans. And I said, dude, one day, Brad, we got to combine forces and do a Club 400 party with you. And he's, he's all about it. So we'll see what we can do there. But uh, yeah, spring training, join us, okay, guys? So uh, let's move on to the convention. I don't want to sp- spend tons of time on it. I will tell you this. Danny Rocket's podcast that just came out, The Sun Ranters. If you really want to hear about the Cubs convention and the recap, that's awesome. Check it out. And our boys, which I've never really mentioned before, at Ivy Envy. I'll tell you what. Those guys, I, I think they started podcasting before it was podcasting. Like, right. They've been know, doing they were ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, maybe you know, John. What was podcasting before podcasting? Well, podcasting's always been podcasting. It was just how, you know, if you, I think Apple came out with it. That's why it's called Pod, like from the iPod. It was pre-recorded. Uh, radio shows at first and some music and people just started getting you know when the internet took off even in the last you know decade you just started recording things and putting it on the internet rather than using the radio because radio is expensive and all that stuff and the internet's free technically unless you, if you have a carrier and you have social media you could basically put it anywhere and you you got listenership so that kind of took off so i I, th- I was always like oh you can hear those guys on the computer you know that's what i call them yeah (laughs) that's that that's basically it that that's essentially what it is because podcasting is just internet-based radio yeah yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you at the end of the day you know iv envy man like i said they've been around forever they're like the champion basically of uh podcasting especially for the cubs and they can break it down for you they break the numbers down man and they talk nothing about just pure about baseball and it's a great listen so uh, all our listeners, check out you know those two podcasts, and of course yeah. our friends at 108 Bricks, who are awesome too. You know, so we support all those guys. I I was telling William earlier, man, if we all combine forces, you know, we could you know to, we to get separately own the Cubs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you combine Danny Rockets group and IVMV and the Ranter, you know, just combine you know, you know all these groups, Cubs fans from Oklahoma, and uh, we can you know Cubs Insider, which I read like you know I read that more than I. Read the TV guy. Not that I read the TV guy anymore, but <laughs> back you, the- you would be the only person I think that, that, that subscribes. Still comes in the mail. TV guy. Stu's yeah. the one subscriber to that. So uh, awesome. we we, get, we had two virgins go to the Cubs convention. That's right. And yeah. you know what? I was lucky. I, didn't I haven't get- been called a virgin in a long time, but that's awesome. You know, I just um, I never. I was really afraid I was going to end up in the same bed as him. But <laughs> I when I got Put back the pillows from Car- between yeah. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I did find myself on the other pad, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's the summary of the entire convention. Oh, yeah, but uh, John, what did you think of the Cubs? We're talking to a guy who just basically yeah. walked in and didn't know anything about the convention. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was – I liked how intimate it was. Even though it was at a big convention center downtown, I was walking around, and I, I ran into Gary Presti because he's playing the organ in the lobby, and all of a sudden Wayne Mesmer just walks up 
starts talking. Like, there's no booth. There's no line to see him. Obviously, there are booths and lines for signings and autographs, pictures, everything. But it just seemed like I was a part of the Cubs family rather than at an event that right. I, you know, I paid to be at. And I like the merchandise and the unique. The, the, I like the uh, booth floor mm-hmm. with all the, the cards that are signed and the merchandise yeah. and the Cubs store on the bottom. That was kind of cool seeing a bunch of these signed I mean, you went in pretty much blind. Uh, William, what about you, buddy? Uh, I mean, okay, he left on Saturday morning. He didn't even really get to check out the convention. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was. I mean, I was at the opening ceremonies, which was really cool, where they introduced everybody who was there. You were, like, pushed back in the far corner, like, leaning against the wall. That's all right. (laughs) That was good. Uh, All the past and present players and everybody, you know, who was going to be there for the weekend and stuff. So that was really cool. Mm. And then uh, we went to the Carrie Wood, Woody's warm-up. Oh, gosh. Party. Which I've been, I think that was the eighth one this year. I've been to all eight of them, and that was a good one. I mean, that, I mean, you know, it was not heavily as attended as normal. I don't know if that was just because of the Cubs, you know, not having a great year last year, but uh, it was a, you know, I, I mean, always love that event. It's the, the best. It's the, the guest best. Event. Bartenders, you had John Cusick, you had uh, Bonnie Hunt. You had uh, Kyle Schwarber was doing it for a while. Karen Elmora was out there. Elmora. Wilson Contreras just walked in, the, like, basically Harry Carey's and sat in the middle of the bar, and people weren't even going up to him. Of course I did, but. The guy who started Survivor, the band. Yeah, he, he right. was there. Oh, that was awesome. Um, you know what? Yeah, it was. Bill Watts. We've seen Bill Watts out there from the great, Fly the Wall Art. The great John Vincent was there. John yeah. Vincent. He never yeah. served me a Jaeger. John, I'm kind of mad at you, buddy. <laughs> uh, he said they didn't have it. I'm like, come on, John. You're John Vincent. You got the Jaeger. My only disappointment with the party, and you tried like three times, but we Carrie was just running around like it, you know, like it was his party, right? And exactly. uh, which it was, and um, I, I wanted to get a picture, but you know, I'm sure there'll be times in the future we'll we'll be by Carrie Wood again. But oh yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. Um, if you're going to do one charity event, that's the best one. It's awesome. It starts off your year just right, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they had a good band, Club 400 and Carrie Wood Foundation, dude. I mean, I love those guys. I love what they do. I love their, I love, they're doing stuff. They're, their program right now, pitch in program, is unlike anything that's going on anywhere that I know of. They're basically mentoring kids throughout their whole entire school experience, you know, the same class. Very cool. To see if they could, um, you know, there's so there's so many kids dropouts, you know. So we had a funny story from that uh, Wood event, and that was your uh, prize that you donated, which was uh, oh, four tickets. To four the- tickets to your choice of events, which uh, don't look into that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you might find something there. <laughs> but um, so yeah, she thought apparently. So I'm I'm in my bedroom in my underwear in bed, and I'm cruising my Facebook early Saturday morning, and I'm just going through there, and I pull up the Harry Carey page, and I see this woman holding up um, the brochure. The brochure, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, Lisa Felding is her name, and she actually is in the media, I guess. But she had such a sad look on her face, you know. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I bought this thinking that I was in the 1914 club, but I got to go to Lake in the Hills, like, with angry like, faces where and is stuff. Lake in the Hills? Like, oh, my gosh. And she said, like, we, we pulled a bait and switch on her, yeah. you know. She oh, was and, on, and I'm like, no. and I, I was like, I, I looked at it, and I'm just like, what? I thought it was awesome because it's like, I, I thought it was funny. I really did. I got a kick out of it. I took. I took no, you know, because if you don't know, you don't know, you right, know. Right. So I was like, I, I got it. I was laughing at myself, and I went so far as to copy it, paste it, and uh, Joy Hol- Holbrook out there, who's a big Club Hundred fan and an unbelievable, fun, great person, 
came out to me and she goes, guess what? I know Lisa. And she was commenting on that stuff. So me, we, we both made a, the same kind of look that Lisa did, you know, and uh, like a sad face, right. you know. And then we shot it back at her. And it was like, see you at Club 400, man. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. So, Got to go all the way out to the suburbs. Yeah, but then, I, but then I see she's posting, I really should go out to Lake Geneva and check out those ice, icicle things, whatever, you know. So, like, come on. I was going to call her on it. I, you know, I know Joy's probably going to listen to this, so you can pass this on her, right? Yeah, so. right. <laughs> There you so, go. But that was fun. Uh, Kerry Wood is uh, awesome as normal. Um, one of the best guys you're ever going to meet. And just another great night. I think it raised right around $125,000 for charity. So wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. So on Saturday, of course, you, uh, you left. And I uh, went to bingo and met a lot of the great Cub fans over there mm. and snuck out, which I want to be, be honest with you, the highlight of my weekend, um, going to uh, good old Wrigleyville. Stopping at the Schilling before to get a Jaeger shot. Nice. And then headed to the G-Man for the unconventional convention with Danny Rocket, Cubs Insider, Ivy Envy, and all those guys. Walked in at the right time because I heard the premiere of the Bleacher Bum Band. And I'm telling you what, right now, these guys are good. I mean, hear Danny Rocket. With a band. With a band, man. I saw your video you, you posted. Oh, yeah, it didn't do it justice. And it I'll was, tell you what. He's good. Danny man. Surprise! I mean, you know, he's always up there playing his acoustic guitar. Yeah. But man, he's a good front man. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So I'm watching these guys, and I'm thinking, man, it's just yeah. There's it's there's these guys know how to jam. You know, they're jamming. They're not just playing. They're jamming, and they're playing these awesome, great Cub songs. You know, and I'm like, holy cow! I'm like, if you, any bar in Wrigleyville would love to have these guys play, you know, after a game, everybody would go see these guys. I was thinking, man, you mix in a little bit of video behind them with some lyrics because yeah. most people don't know the lyrics. But if right. they knew the lyrics and the show that these guys could put on, man, mm. they could probably quit their jobs and just hang out in Wrigleyfield and drink all summer, you know? So, but to Danny Rocket, unbelievable job at the unconventional convention, raised right around 600, 700 bucks. They did, uh, they always have really cool games, white elephant gifts and everything else like that. Nice. And then, you know, I had to head out of there and went to Lizzie McGuire's to, you know, see all the guys. And uh, LeVon Wilson, one of my good buddies, uh, hanging out with him. Jimmy LaFrance is the bartender, but I don't want to name anybody else because I'm going to forget people. But another great weekend at Cubs Convention. Um, we all, hey. one, one thing that was great, too, was that when you were there, you could, if you couldn't make it to a session, you could watch it on closed circuit TV. That was awesome. That was the best. And then everybody recorded them. So I watched I was, three sessions in my underwear. Yeah, you you're yeah. in your, you're in yeah. your underwear a few, a lot. I've seen one when I when I showed up. You're sitting in your bed watching it, and then we oh, walked down and saw the tail end of it. So. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I honestly did. Uh, it was great. I was pouring myself a few cocktails. You know, but was I was awesome. I was home because we had a snowstorm and I had to shovel, and uh, I got to watch half, uh, almost every single um, session that was out there that I missed on oh. Saturday was on. Yeah. On Facebook and stuff, so some unbelievable ones too. Like we saw Dempster's uh, late night show. Yeah, on yeah. Friday, not as good as I thought it was going to be. I got no comment on it. Still no pretty comment, good. You know? Still pretty. I good. think they could use Danny Rocket as a writer. I can tell you that much. Yeah, but, definitely, because you know. he does write. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he does. Too, yeah. He's a writer, so they put him in that slot. See, we could fix a lot of things, William. I'm pretty well, sure we can. Right. You know? I, I know what guy. There's yeah, a session a with our audio's bad. We bring in John. Okay. That's right. <laughs> You're hungover, you know, we'll give you some pep. That was my one you know? complaint. How about you guys? That was my one complaint. How many audio problems did you did you encounter? 
Oh, yeah, okay, veggie. There were tons, tons. They didn't it, have audio guys. No, here's the thing. They didn't have John okay. D out there, dude. And and the late in the day on Saturday, they split the room. You know, the the big uh, convention room. They shut. They put the splitter in between. They have a smaller one for couple panels, and then the bigger one. And they split the speakers up. There's, there's one, they're hanging from the ceiling. And the audio from the next room was coming in through oh, a yeah. speaker. Like, well, you can hear the I, applause. You're 100%. But I'll tell you this, John. And this goes back to the all the Cub fans that have been around a long time. Yeah, we're stuck with the Sheridan, okay? It's not the place <laughs> to be, all right? If you're the Cubs convention, all right? Ain't no Hilton. No, it ain't no Hilton and Towers. That was the best when it was there. I mean, uh, the Cubs convention has obviously took a step down. But also, we're winning, too. So, uh, yeah. you know, that's a big difference. But I do want to thank Chris Bryant, by the way. Mm. He helped us come up with our T-shirts for when we go to St. Louis. St. Louis is yeah. boring. Yeah, Louis I've already seen boring. sites. St. Louis is boring. I'm prepared to get into a few fights. Until Club 400 got here. Yeah. Right. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> there you go. But, John, John so, we do uh, got some clips, right? Yeah. Play. Well, some, speaking of some of those sessions, there was one that was so great that was all the Hall, Hall of Famers for the Cubs. Mm. Oh, that was great. And that one you could catch. Uh, out. You could, it's posted on uh, Cubs on the social media. Well, we have media. a couple clips for, yeah. from it, too. We're, we're going to play it right now. A couple clips. Go ahead, John. That's why we brought John in. Like, William could not figure this out <laughs> if John wasn't here. Okay. All right, clip. What's this clip? We're setting this one up. Yeah, probably Lee Smith. Oh well, we have big year for Lee big, Smith. Big Lee. I mean, I'm thinking about going to Cooperstown. On my way to, I'm actually going to Key West, but we could stop there first. Nice. Don't tell Lisa yet. I will not. That'll work. Here we go. Here's Lee Smith. I say, well, since my uh, first year that I retired, uh, I was supposed to be a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, you know. And then I'm like, All right, maybe next year, maybe next year. Oh. Then you start thinking, well, maybe it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> How about Fergie in that one? Man, he's totally entertaining. Dude, Fer- he is. What a good speaker, too. Right? I'm telling you, he could have been a media personality easily. Like he's, he's, Fergie is well-spoken, is. well-mannered, one of the nicest. I mean, future guests. I'll tell you what, they did make Hopefully, a statement yeah. at that Cubs convention, which is really true. I th- I, th- I think it was Wayne Mesmer, but well, maybe, I know it was actually the radio voice, Ron Coomer, said, these guys were great Hall of Famers, but they're even better people. And you yeah. know what? Those guys are all outstanding mm-hmm. individuals, you know? And I, we've had four out of the five here. We're trying to get Billy out. And, uh, yeah, they're just good, solid people underneath how good they were at baseball. But let's play another clip. Uh, what we got coming up here, John? Well, we got Fer- well Fergie and yeah. uh, Billy, especially. The whole panel talked about the, the 2016 World Series, like the, where they were and stuff like that, how they reacted. And Fergie had some, had some words about Chapman. Now, I, I'd like to find out who here wanted to break their television when Chapman gave up that home run. <laughs> I just purchased a 70-inch screen television. <laughs> I was going to throw an ashtray into the TV. And my wife stopped me. Well, I was ticked off. An ashtray. I love it. He was probably lighting up some stogies. Getting prepared. Billy Williams said something about it, too, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he was more profound, kind of had a nice, it's a longer clip, but it's, it's, it's really good. Let's get down to the last end of the last out, the Cubs win the World Series, and we'll celebrate. But I was watching the game at home. And every pitch seemed like I saw. And all of a sudden, the ball was hit to Bryant. And I said, Bryant, pick it up, please, throw it. (laughs) (laughs) And when he threw that ball to Rizzo, Rizzo caught the ball. And I I bet everybody in here remember what Rizzo did with that baseball. (laughs) He took that baseball out and put it in his glove, and I jumped up and shot it. We won the World Series. It was so exciting. 
immediately, immediately, I thought about my teammates, Ron Sano and Ernie Banks. I said, I said, what if they had been here with me to celebrate? You know, they wasn't here, and all the years they tried to do that. I say, they would Harry Carey up there. They bought the rain. They did everything they could. <laughs> we won the World Series. We celebrate. So awesome to hear from a legend mm-hmm. talking about and the all, legendary moment. And, and like, yeah, that, that was uh, Ronnie Wu asked that question. Was that Ron, Ronnie? Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Ronnie's going to screw this up, you know, look like it. Ass, yeah, but uh, Ronnie Rue asked that question. That was good. His I, I long, t- convoluted sentences going up to it, though. <laughs> you know, he, he, he dragged down a little bit, but he was pretty good bit. for Ronnie. He you was, know, and was. I will tell you this: like, I I asked almost every single one of our guests that because I want to know what the heck they were doing during that moment. You right. Know? So, uh, Ronnie was, you know, he was spot on the ball. Ronnie yeah. Rue, man. So, uh, the other one I thought that was so great that I heard um, when I was actually at home was the. The panel with Chris Bryant, Javi, Zobrist, and Wilson Contreras. Yeah, that was a good one. That was the first one I went to. Those guys, did you did you see that one, Stuart? Yeah, did I, I did. I, I caught yeah. the first like half hour of it, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I love some of the things like Javi referred to. Uh, they so, Somebody asked that question of which one of you, because four of them, they're all in the infield, yeah, yeah, right, is yeah. the best infielder. Javi had a great response to that. My name's Joey Chulo, and this is for all of you guys. Who's the best infielder, and can I have your guys' autograph? <laughs> We've answered that second part already. <laughs> I don't what think we even need to say who the best yeah, is. Why, 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 why are we asking that question? First. Let's be honest. Javi. Javi's. Javi Baez. <laughs> we can all be honest about that. Bryant was funnier than I yeah. he was heard funny. him before. Like, I think he, his personality is starting to... Come out, well, sneak out a little. You bit. know what? You're 100 percent right, and all these guys are so young. You got to remember that. Like I'm 45. Right. You know, they're kid, they're kids, man. Like, but some of them are are young and they're you know gregarious and, and right, all that. Right, but right. Uh, yeah, I'll tell like you, Javi. One guy, I, I won uh, uh, Brian Dunsing's autograph as a season ticket holder. Right. What the hell? Like honestly, I want to be honest with you. The season ticket holder uh, winning lottery picks. They were terrible, man. I told my, I called, talked to my ticket rep today, and I said, "Dude, seriously, you should not even had autographs for your season ticket holders if you're going to throw those." Guys. No offense to any of those guys out there, but <laughs> not one played in the 2016 World Series. Not one of them is probably going to be a starter. And like you know, it was Dunsing. I probably got the best guy. I think so. <laughs> so that was the hot topic when you'd walk around and run into people and stuff. Like, who did you get? It was. You know, a, it was kind head. of a, like I said. You've been better off not to do it, you right? Know? But most people you told that you got Dunsing. They're like, who is that? Yeah. My, well, that, my brother was one of those guys. You <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. But, you know, the season ticket holder package with your season ticket holder, you know, the Lowe's across the street was closed. Well, they had a wedding that was planned like five years ago. So they couldn't do anything about it. So it made things, you know, not so special for season ticket holders like years past. But overall, you know, it was a good convention. And yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I wanted to talk about it because I know we're going a little long here. Where are we at on this so far? About 35 minutes. Oh, okay. Good. I don't like to go too long, but uh like to bore anybody in their cars or at their desks, you know. No. So um, <laughs> keep keep them on. <laughs> but uh, our next podcast, all right. Now I'm super psyched about it, man. Right now, as we speak, see, there's a little something in between Cubs convention and spring training, and that's Randy Hunley's fantasy camp. Mm. So uh, 
right now. It's going on right now. It's one week of basically, I think you have to be 35 or older to play in this league. It's basically like being a little, being like a, you know, a little kid again, going into a real locker room, seeing your uniform there, and playing baseball for basically a whole entire week. You play 10 games, and then you play in the big game in Sloan Park. I'll tell you what, if you've never done it before, if you ever have a chance to do it, it's a wonderful experience that uh, me and my brother got to experience together last year. And we met so many good people. Let me, let me tell you, there's about 100 people that go to this uh, thing. And about 50 to 60 of them are, go there every single Repeat year. So, customers, yeah. yeah, so you're talking about a family within a family. you know. Right. And so we're going to get in depth with that. We're going to talk to a rookie. And we're going to talk to a veteran. Yeah. And we're going to talk. Eric, my brother, McVicker, is going to be on the first podcast. So. Nice. Great. I'm excited to bring him on. And uh, so we're, that's well, our next podcast. Is he ever going to do a solo one with us? Is that. You know what? Cards? He's not like a very Mike, Mike guy, you know? No, he's not. But he's yeah. probably just waiting for us to sharpen our skills a bit before he comes on. I think when know? I was born, the Mike, Mike went to me. You know, he didn't get the mic, but he got everything else for kind of loud. <laughs> right. you know, so. <laughs> but uh, and then. Let's talk about our last party with, uh, oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. John, what did you think? It was pretty cool, wasn't it? It was, it was wonderful. It, I, I, I went to the Miguel one. That was my first, first one. It was, that was wonderful. When you get so many players from different eras, and there's some from the same, but then they played later, they all have different stories and different perspectives on the game, and it, it brought a whole new environment to the party. I thought it's it was wonderful. Funny you mentioned Miggy that. Miggy called in during the party. Yeah, he it did. was that good, you know. Oh, Miggy called. Oh, to okay. Me, let's yeah. talk about who there. Joe Pepitone. Well, we had a surprise guest who wasn't even on the bill show up. Yeah, that's what happens. You never know what's going to happen at Club Four Hundred. Randy Hunley just walks in the room like he owns it, <laughs> so and he, he pretty much did. And he does. Know? Yeah, you walk in. And John so, Maley was there, yeah. right? Pepitone, Pepitone, and Leon Durham. Le- the Le- bull. The bull. We had the bull in the house. The bull and got Ray. a little sick. He had to leave a little early, but he did his autographs and pictures. And our buddy Ray Burris. Oh, Ray Burris. Which the I- nicest guy in baseball. He's fantastic. You know, who, yeah. we should have a contest to see who's nicer between Ray Burris and Ben Zobris. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Here's the truth. First of all, thanks for Brian Freeze for hooking up that party. Yep. He did a lot of legwork. And William, I didn't tell you this. I'm breaking news. No one's ever heard it before. Ran into Ray Burris in the... Uh, uh, in the lobby of the no lobby of the bar. Oh. This is a Saturday night after okay. you know a long shift. If you know what I'm saying, and I was like, now nah, I'm just talking to Ray, and I and you know what I meant this when I said it, and it's happening. All right, our always our Cub convention party is going to be Ray Burst presents. He's going to be if we can get him to hear to every single one. But I want to out of respect for how, what kind of a person he is, I want to have a just to have a party. Have him be with here every time. Yeah, yeah, with his name on it. Yeah, and and put and put him to Club 400 because uh, you know. I think that guy is one of right. the greatest. And he also. knows because of, I think, his niceness and just he's a guy you want to be around. He knows everyone past and present in the Cubs organization. So oh, yeah. He's great, good. Yeah, he can help book guys and stuff connection. like that. But, you know, I was like, man, he's a guy. You yeah. know, he's a guy. Like, he's always – he throws camps and stuff like that. So he's around a lot too, and, and he's really tight with Brian. So it's going to be a good little uh, thing we got going. I know that. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, um, it was an awesome night. A lot of action going on. Maley took pictures with his World Series ring. He took it off. People got to try it on. Pictures are posted at, on Facebook pages right now. So check mm-hmm. it out. But uh, our, our, we had we got well that was the next place I'm going. We had two podcasts that night that we're going to be featuring. First of all, John Maley will be coming out the week after we uh, recap the uh, Randy Hunley Fantasy Camp. 
And then after that, we'll have our next podcast with Randy Hunley, Joe Pepitone, and Ray Burst. You don't want to miss it, right? <laughs> you don't want to miss Mm-mm. either one of those. May, uh, May Lee was so um, exposing stuff that was going on in oh, he 2016. Was, and he was great. You know, when he talked about Schwarber and what he went through and how none of them knew that was what was unbelievable. going on. That was like. That was a Rudy thing. That was, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a Rudy like yeah. movie. It's a book and a movie waiting to happen. And. And you've heard parts and bits and pieces of it, you know, prior to this. But he told, I mean, he told us a story from the batting coach, yeah. you know, oh, which is just incredible. He's a great guy. A mm. good guy who will be back. And he has his own charity. So, you know, maybe we can tie something in the club 400 with him. There's so many, you know, the guys that there's certain people that come over here and get it. And he and Maley was one of yeah, them, you know, sure, I think yeah. he got it, you know. So just like Fergie Jenkins. I mean, he's he's we talked about him earlier, but like he's godfather of club 400 besides Tom Ricketts, but. Tom Ricketts. Well, without Tom Ricketts, we don't have Club 400. But, yeah, so we got a lot of great things coming up, guys. And, um, oh, I did want to mention this. I want to shoot a special shout-out. I was lucky, guys, and I didn't get you one, William, and I should have got you one. But, yeah, man, I picked up my No Fighting in the Bleachers shirt. Nice. So I was with Paul Johnson and his future wife, Kay. They're going to love that when I threw that in there. Yeah. They're not engaged as far as I know, but they should be. But they're I, not. No, no. I thought they were married for yeah, a really well, they, long they time. Act, they act like it. That's yeah. why. But uh, so I got him one, and I didn't have any money on me. So I said, Jeff, can I pay you later? Oh yeah, and he he knew all about Club Hornet Radio, which I'll have to talk to you off the air. Nice. Ask me about that. But uh, so Jeff basically on the honor system gave me my shirts, and I walked away, and I paid to the, uh, the other day. So thank you, Jeff, and thank you for the no fighting in the bleacher shirt, man. Um, but hey, what else we got is before we go off the air here. I think we covered most everything. We covered you, a lot you, of stuff. I hope you had a pen and pencil, man. Right. You know, so we'll recap the events. You you do it on the Club Four Hundred Facebook page, which you mentioned, but we'll send a link to that from our page. So if you're on the Club Four Hundred Radio page, we'll link you. Club Four Hundred Radio page, the Club Four Hundred Public page, and, and really we've found a new bar in terms of getting followers on on both of those pages with the Bing Bing guy. Oh, Neil Williamson. Which shout, we shout met Neil. We met Neil Friday night, and that was a pleasure. He's just like, but he's, he's taller than I thought. But he's yeah. taller and he's crushing us on social media. So. Oh yeah, he's a social. I said we should just bring him right into Club right. 100. And, uh, <laughs> and, and your brother's like, just give us your contacts. You know, yeah, yeah. Eric's basically like, just give us all your followers, yeah, man. For, for nothing. Just hand them yeah, over. Just, you know? like, give them to us. So. I love that about Eric. He's yeah. He's yeah. He's a manager. Can't just, can't just pass fact, them off. Like, come on. <laughs> What's a big deal? Exactly. That's uh, so, all uh, good. All right. But yeah, man, another uh, another episode of Club 400 Radio. And you know what? We plan on doing this in the future, uh, letting everybody know who our next guest is. Uh, so, uh, hey, we're going to start a new tradition from now on. Uh, we're going to play a song at the end of the show. And uh, t- uh, tonight it's my pick. And then, we'll, you know, John and William can pick down the line. But this is my song. And I uh, hope some of you get this. If you don't get it, that's fine. But uh Thanks, you guys, for listening. Please tell your friends about Club 400 Radio. Please tell them all the wonderful things that we're doing. And at the end of the day, man, we're raising money for Cub fans and Cubs-related charities. I ain't stopping till we hit a mill. Cub fans helping Cub fans. The gas phase, the term commonly used in the world of physics, referring to the knuckle factor, centrifugal force, lies, time, the deception, and if the lies and the deception (laughs) get too large, give them the gas face. Hey, yo, man, my label mate, Don Newkirk, man, step to him. Thanks, Search. And now, for the Prime Minister. 
gave it the first light. A grin shows a trick up a sleeve. <laughs> what a tangle web they weave. Deceive is stupefied through fable. Say, let's make a deal at the dinner table. Uh, Mr. Weasel? Oh, come in and sit down. So nice of you to come here and dress for the meeting, too. I like the hats. It's a very nice touch. Put you on tour. Put your record on wax. Trust me. Now, I'm not dissing. I'm not fussing. I'm not talking. I can make you deaf and dope. Mac Daddy slamming. I'll make you big, 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 big. One big for each one of you. And then just ignore part number one, part number two, part number three, part number four. Ignore it all and just go right to Tinegan. Just go right to Tinegan. And you know, with the money you make, you can always buy new hats. Sign your life on the X. You exit XOR, but what you really get a box of new ports and Puma sweat. Text feeds and frowns upon Emis to give a gas face and drinks from a thermos. Sub rock could at you with a clipper. Gas face given, I beg to differ. Pete, that was real tough, man, but I gotta get serious now. Hey, yo, Don, step to him again. Everybody, MC Search. Black cat is bad luck. Bad guys with black. Must have been a white guy who started all that. Make the gas face. But old little white lies. My expression to the mountainous blue eyes dip for my face and shake my skull cap. Dismiss the myth that evil is not black but opposite spectrum. This done by red man with horns on his head. Lay down the ill plan, got all his helpers. Said, make it snappy. Tell all the people that their hair can't be nappy. Blind and blue eyed, a dark skinned half a G, a disease created by leprosy. Don't speak of bleach, bend them to right. Say it was night, way before the light. Put aside spooks. This jig is the gas face, man. Next up, Don, a special appearance by KMD's Zev Love X. A gas face can either be a smile or a smirk when a pair's a monkey wrench to work one's clockwork. Perkin is built to the rim of my cup. Don't tempt me, you're empty. To fill her up as I'm talking coffee or cocoa. Is you loco? Cash or credit for unleaded as a no go? KMD and third base is this ace in the hole. I mean, soul. So make the gas face. Damn it, looks can kill. You look like your host was a ghost from your grill, but still, what's the new fad to recollect to our passing phase? The back days to any death for my labor reads good. Street my habitat is no pick any card or no rabbit from my hat. Never a magician if I ever trick them. Oh, Another gas face victim. There it is, yo, fellas, man. Why don't you step That's to the mic, man? <laughs> hey, yo, good looking out, Don, man. Peace. Punji. Yo, who gets a gas face? Get the gas face, get the gas face, get the gas face, get the gas face, get the bozo.